title before. Anthony Tony Smellick. I don't know. Tony, there goes by Tony. Hmm. I start calling you Anthony. Running for county council at large, uh, Tony, you have been on uh, in elected office before, and right now you're seeking a term on the council as council member at large. Would you tell the public a little bit about yourself, who you are? Well, who um, are you? Tony Schmellick. I'm running for county council at large. Uh, born. Uh, born in Maryland, but pretty much raised in the county for the last 50 years. Been in the same house. Have uh, have 11 children, a wonderful wife of 32 years, uh, seven grandchildren with number eight on the way, small business owner here, uh, remodeling contractor, general contractor. And uh, that's that's the basics about me. And you were you were elected to public office before? Yeah, I did serve uh, as county council um, uh, on the county council from 14 to 18 uh, as a representative district two in the southeast part of the county. Okay, you're back in the race. You want to go up because you have issues with uh, what's going on, and you represent a uh, you're running on the as a Republican uh, as the county council at large. Um, two of you will be chosen from the seat of four. And what separates you from your 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 competitors? So well, to speak? I think one of the things that separates, in in general, the Republicans from the Democrats right now is, is our desire to help our community out and um, hold our tax our hold our taxes level. Uh, currently, we've kept the constant rate for the past twelve years. Actually, it's not just been eight, but it's been for twelve years, and there's been no relief. And now we are in the middle of what what a lot of economists are predicting to be a recession here coming in the new year. Uh, and even on both sides of the aisle, you're starting to hear that talk about how things are really starting to be painful. So, I mean, it's time that we gave uh, the taxpayer of this county a little bit of a break. We've had surpluses uh, every single year for the last eight years. And in the last two years, we've had it is, as equal to $120 million. And, you know, that's just kind of unacceptable. You know, why aren't we need to do better with our funds? We need to keep... We need to stop running these uh, surpluses and actually manage our budgets better. There's no doubt about that. So one of the things I've uh, offered um, that I will definitely have ready to go if I am elected is I think that if you're a senior, 65 years or older, that your primary residence, your, your, your property taxes should be frozen. Regardless 100%. of what you make or don't make or what you worth. So, you know, one of the things that we've done here in the county um, is – We've targeted folks to give them tax breaks. And how many folks do we really help? We've had, when I was a council member, we passed legislation to help uh, veterans. Right. And if I, you were I, under a certain level of income. If you were under a certain level of income and your property was worth X. And mm-hmm. you know how many people that helped too? Well, um, Steve McKay, he massaged that language a little bit, and that's really nice. But now it helps about 124. Well, there's, you know, there's a hundred and some thousand you know, property owners in this county. Mm-hmm. And so we're helping 124. Uh, so I think we need to be a little bit more broad on that. But the most important thing about helping our seniors is when typically when they move out, what happens is a younger family moves in with children. So what do we lose? We lose a senior citizen who's one, not traveling on the roads anymore. We're traveling a lot less. Right. Uh, they're not taking it. They're not using our schools. Correct. Uh, they're, they're spending their money here. And that's a good thing. But when a younger family moves in because they move to, whether it's South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, I mean, that most of them tend to go south, if you will, down to Florida. And, you know, we're losing them. We're losing their income. We're losing their knowledge. Just think about all the volunteer hours that a lot of seniors also tend to give. But then we're also not replacing that house with a family of two to four kids. So I think it's a win-win across the board, and I think it's something we need to look at. be great to uh... Frank's almost a senior citizen. He could, Frank, would you like to have your property taxes frozen? 
Not going to answer that. <laughs> we take a short break. Coming right back to you. It's Free Talk Ready. Talking to Tom, Tony Schmelich, candidate for county council at large, Frederick County, Maryland. Be right. Couple, Mister uh, Schmelich. Thanks for joining Schmelich. us. Schmelich. <laughs> Schmelich. It's Schmelich. Schmelich. Actually, but that's okay. Uh, anywho, uh, I'm looking at uh, some of the issues you've discussed. I mean, there's so many interesting issues before the county. Uh, you have brought up a big part of the county budget. Uh, that's so that's a very important part of what uh, the county council decides on, and that is the school budget. And you have advocated, do I understand correctly, for higher teacher salaries? I, I absolutely have. You know, we've had a, a candidate running for office right now. It's had 12 years on the school board to get our starting teacher salaries up to par with counties of equal size of ours and hasn't done it and continues to say needs more money, needs more money. And yet this person running for uh, office has had eight years eight years above maintenance of every every single year and hasn't been able to to solve that problem. So I want to introduce legislation, and I will have it ready to go in December to be debated. I want legislation that states the following, that our starting teacher salary will be equal to and or greater to the three counties of equal size to ours, period. You're not talking a lot of money here. And the argument been from the other side is, well, you can't do that. It's not fair to the teachers that have been under three or four years. So if you continue with that argument, we'll never solve the problem. We have to start somewhere. Now, I understand because of the Kerwin Commission and, some, and the state law has changed, I believe it's coming up in the next year or two, that we starting teacher salaries have to be $65,000. Well, you've got to believe there's going to be a readjustment. Are we going to remain at $65,000 then, or are we going to be competitive? Because we are losing the opportunity to get the best teachers here, and then we're losing them once they get here. They get a year or two of experience. They say, you know what, I don't want to wait for the later years in Frederick County where they do better. They do quite well in the later years. We need to fix the front year problems. Enough talk. We just need to do it. And there's enough money. When you have $120 million to carry in two years in our budgets, we couldn't afford to do this. So I blame that on Jan Gardner and the Democrats in office right now who are running for re-election. They've, they have not been able to accomplish this, and by golly, we're going to get it done this time. All right. You were on the uh, the first council uh, as Frederick County shifted to uh, uh, charter government, and uh, uh, you were defeated in the primary. You've been an onlooker. In the meantime, you want to get back on there. Looking back at the last four years, I guess, in general, what are some things that have, uh, I guess, disappointed you? You would take the uh, uh, council in a different direction. Well, different I, I think one of the things that's been disappointing and a lot of folks are seeing is what Jan Gardner done back in, in 2009 and 2010 when the Jan Gardner board attempted to downzone the entire county. And now we've done this with the Sugarloaf Mountain overlay. And it's just, it's just unacceptable that the council has let this be steamrolled. You know, there was a big argument back in 2013 when... Uh, the Young Board had brought forth the, the changes for the Monrovia Town Center, and they brought forth the zoning change as well as the overlay change all at the same time, and we're having these meetings that were very convoluted. Well, our county council, in their infinite wisdom right now, they decided let's do the sugar lay, let's do the overlay plan in, in, at the same, on the same track and the same timeline as the zoning changes at the same time as the text amendment changes. So we're having, they're having public meetings and giving folks six minutes to talk. And you, we know their argument was, well, we're not quite sure what they're going to be talking on. Are they going to be talking on the public hearing tonight on the overlay? Are they going to be talking the public late on, uh, over, or on, the, um, on the zoning changes? What, it's very, very confusing. It's, and when you look at what got passed this 
past week. It's just a shame that we spent almost two years on this plan, and it just should have never happened. The current zoning that we have has stopped the development in that area, has done a good job of doing that. We need to go back to that, and I'll, I'll state this right now. I will absolutely bring that forward forward very early on if I'm elected and we have a majority. I will absolutely rescind what just heard, what just happened and turn it back to what it was. What about uh, there's uh, two charter questions up for us. Uh, question A, question B. Question A has to do with uh, binding arbitration that we lose the power, in my opinion, we lose the power of the dollar uh, to an outside arbitrator rather than the county having this power. Um, question A, what do you think? Uh, so I'm, I'm absolutely in favor of question A. And um, when question D came about four years ago, you know, we were against that at that time. And it's really quite simple. And a lot of folks just don't understand what this right. question A is. Again, once again, they don't understand what binding arbitration is. And that's unfortunate. And the firefighters are once again mischaracterizing this, yep, this initiative. And they're saying, oh, no, it's not about this, us getting it to some unelected individual. The fact is, it is. When you give that authority to a binding arbitrator, it is, a, it is exactly what the, the word means. It's binding. So when we move to that and we have a disagreement, between the executive branch and in negotiation with the contract, they bring in an arbitrator. Regardless of what that arbitrator decides, if they decide to give the firefighters $20 more million, we have to give it to them. Well, where does that money come from? That would necessitate, necessitate that the county council would have to raise taxes. And to make it clear, five counties or so have gone bankrupt in the United States of America as a result of binding arbitration. Well, that's that's one question. I was actually saying, as you do, because I understand the whole process and the whole problem. Frank, you want to ask about A, I'm going to B, if not. A. Yeah, no, go ahead with uh, B, question, because uh, Mr. Smellick. 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 You know for I years. I like you, Frank. You know for years, Tony. <laughs> the, is, uh, Mr. Smellick. I do not. I do not. I will not be a supporting question B. Okay. I do not think that our council members. Well, and question B is. Question B is the extra benefits for a county council once elected. Uh, extra benefits. Yes, uh, you've been there. You know how it, yeah, how, what do. the workload yeah. is. Yeah. You, do you think it's justified for extra benefits? I, I do not think it's justified for extra benefits. Okay. It's interesting, and we appreciate that. Uh, Tony, we have a little bit of time left. To, how do people get a hold? How do people reach you? Uh, what can they do to help your campaign? What do you need? What are you going to do? Well, we're working really hard, and I'm, and I'm happy to say that for the last five or six weeks, though, we've been out with Michael Huff's team, and we've been knocking on doors every weekend. Some weekends, uh, a team of us knock on up to 1,000 doors on oh, a gosh. weekend and around the county. Yep. I'm glad to be a part of that. We're working really hard there. So if you want to do that, you can get a hold of us. My number is 301 seven four eight six one four six you can also go to my campaign page it's tony c the number four frederick.com very very simple and uh you can help there and if you're if you're inclined we're still getting the word out we're still uh starting to text out there and we're doing some mailings and things like that we can always use some funds so if they feel like donate they can go once again it's tony c the number four frederick.com one question for you let you go tony you've done well here did you uh, did you anticipate there would be no debates? Actually, that there, I mean, are, are you disappointed as I am that uh, we're not getting debates between uh, or more debates? Well, or so more debates. Yeah, you know, we've had. I'm sure we we've had been some. in forums. 
And the forums are good. I, I will say this, the Rotary and down the Carroll Creek Rotary put on a wonderful forum with the at-large candidates. Uh, you know, it was something I was thinking about, actually. And elected or not, I think it's something I'm going to encourage the Central Committee to do. I mean, that's the Republican and the, and the, and the Democrat Central Committee. Seems to me if we were to go out to all the little places, all the, the towns, the Elks, the, the Lions, mm-hmm. the Mount Airy, go up to every town and say, hey, we'd like to have some sort of event in your town hall or in your wherever your club is. And even if there's only 20 or 30 people there, but start inviting the candidates on those little local areas to really get that word out. We've got to do better because it is difficult to get the word out. I mean, we're a county now of 300, almost 265, 270,000 folks, and it's really hard to get that information out there. And it, the more you debate folks, it's nice. And forums are good, but it'd be really nice. The, the, the executives have actually been able to have debates. But none of the county council members have actually participated in, in debates. And it, it really does help to have that contrast, if you will. Appreciate it.